Proverbs 16, 4 says, The Lord hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. In our previous devotional, we settled the foundational truth of the implications of our understanding that the Lord hath made all things for himself. But there's also real trouble in the way that many will twist the second half of this proverb to claim that God creates the wicked to be wicked. And clearly, that's not what it says. Let's read the whole proverb again. The Lord hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. It clearly says that the Lord has made all things for himself and that the wicked are also made by the Lord. But did it say that the Lord made the wicked to be wicked for the day of evil? No, it did not. And that's how it's twisted and misconstrued, especially by extreme predestinarians and those known as hyper-Calvinists or fatalists. Not all Calvinists fall into this category, which is why the prefix hyper is added to the term Calvinist when referring to these people who hold this view. And we want to be careful, and I ask you to listen carefully to the exact words that I'm saying. Please don't respond by saying, well, it sounds like you're saying. (laughs) I don't answer for what my words sound like, but only for what they actually are saying. Likewise, some folks read this proverb and claim that it sounds like it's saying that God made the wicked to be wicked. But it doesn't actually say that. Another example of folks adding to God's word and ending up in the extreme predestinarian error is found in Romans chapter 9 verses 20 through 22 which says, Nay, but O man, who art thou that repliest against God? Shall the thing formed say to him that formed it, Why hast thou made me thus? Hath not the potter power over the clay of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor? What if God, willing to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much long-suffering the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction? Now, extreme predestinarians will focus on the first two verses of that text, but when taken as a whole, Verse 22 makes clear that God makes the vessel, and then that vessel is fitted to destruction. It wasn't made for destruction originally, but became fit for destruction along the way. And the rest of Scripture makes clear that this is what happens to those who reject Christ to live and die in their sin. So when our proverb says, The Lord hath made all things for himself, Yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. We shouldn't add to those words or twist them into something else. It says what it says. (laughs) And when held to the light of the whole of Scripture, the truth of the matter is clear. We repeatedly state this in our studies. The best commentary on the Bible is the Bible. So comparing Scripture with Scripture... We then have texts like that found in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 19 to 21, where the Holy Spirit gave the Apostle Paul these words to give us clarity on these questions, saying, quote, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. And let every one that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, 
but also of wood and of earth. And listen, some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. So what kind of vessel are you? That text tells you, you can be a vessel of honor. It's all up to you. God has given you the choice. He's left it up to you. Follow his word by faith and you will be a vessel unto honor. And you will not be among the wicked who are reserved for the day of evil, but they were not made to be wicked for that purpose.